Hello, hello, and welcome back, finally, after a long break of stories for the future. Today, I will give you a short breakdown of what the new season, season four, will focus on. Season three, as you might have noticed, ended a little bit abruptly due to my Easter cold and lazy immune system and me having to take a longer break because I actually didn't hear much and was not able to talk much either. (laughs) But that's all over and I am fully recovered and ready to take on season four. I actually also realized it was a very natural place to break and start a new season. Because what I've seen during the now almost two years I have been doing this podcasting thing is that things evolve. And much like I evolve, I learn new things. And very often from the guests on this podcast, I also to a certain degree change my focus. And often only slightly, but still. The overarching goal What I would call the North Star of this podcast is still the same, but that doesn't mean that the road I'm walking on is a straight line. I picture myself walking on a bendy road, keeping an eye on the North Star for direction, but the road I'm walking on takes me through its bends and turns. So what is that overarching goal, the North Star? It is still me asking the question. How can we live a good life with a really exciting job and at the same time take care of people and the planet? In season one, two and three, I have very much focused on giving you all the great examples of people doing great things to contribute to both the health of us, the people, and the planet that we're living on. I also have had a focus on making the stories relatable. I call the guests superheroes because we are all superheroes in some way or another, but I don't want to give you stories that are so far from your own reality that you can't relate to them. And that relatability will still be very important to me going forward. I want you to think after listening to a story that Well, if he or she can do that, then I could maybe do something similar. That's very important. So we have talked a lot about how we can create action, start actually doing something to create a better future, and also about how we can connect the dots and make connections across borders to learn from each other. And Last but not least, how we can stop being so resistant of change. And I think this last point will actually be the key word for this season season going forward. Change. And, you know, partly my work these days consists of helping companies get started with sustainability. So we talk about change in a company setting. How can they change their routines, their standards, their everything related to sustainability and get started? And we also, all of us, I guess, hear a lot about how we can make changes as individuals. You know, how we consume, how we eat, the way we travel, 
basically the the ways that we live our lives as individuals. But I feel there's one part of change that we don't talk about that much. And this is what I call the elephant in the room. Because I feel that there's kind of a misalignment in the way that we talk about ourselves as individuals or like private people in our homes as parents, as a mother, father, daughter, brother, sister, you know, and then the person we are when we get to work and the responsibility and the, the opportunities that we have in and through our work and our careers. I mean, when you when you change your scene, going from your home, leaving your kids and family, going to work, do you change as a person? Do you suddenly have different a different set of values and and beliefs and everything? No, of course you don't. You're still the same person. But in our in our work environment, we have we have kind of this this box or this these borders that we live inside and that we of course need to follow to a certain degree and it often is a kind of a dissonance between the person we're we're at home and the person we're in the company setting so what i call the elephant in the room is actually that i think the biggest the biggest and best opportunity we all have to make a huge difference when it comes to creating a good and or better future is what we do for a living, how we act when we're at work and what we do, what, what kind of work is it that we have, what kind of company is it that we work for. So... This I want to address in this season four. Are we in integrity with ourselves when we come to work? And do we actually use our skills, our talents, our interests, our our education in the best possible way? And are you in a place where you where you can actually do your best work or are you bored are you not are you not able to use your your talents that's the question and i think many of us when we think about it we often think is this it is this what i will do is this how as much as I can do, could I do more? Uh, And if you're like me, like having this urgency feeling all the time, like it's really urgent that we fix a lot of things or do things in a better way. And I constantly, I didn't do this before, but now the, the last... I would say maybe five or six years, I have had this constant thought coming back. 
am I now in a place where I can have the biggest impact possible? And often the answer is no. And then I, I try to figure out what I could do differently. So, and I think we don't talk about, about this that much, that we, we spend eight or more hours a day at work that's well dependent on when you go to bed that's about one third or or maybe for some half of your waking hours so we spend this much time at work and if you're not like bill gates or or somebody with a really huge fortune where you can you can donate to a really good cause and and do a lot just by using your money. I think for most of us all these hours that we spend working that's our best shot at making a difference to the future. I did drop some small seeds about this theme earlier this year when I told you that I had a plan that I would be working on for the next months to come, trying to figure out how I could use my own experience making a career shift to help other people do the same. And you can get the whole background for this by listening to episode 39 called In Between and Behind the Scenes, the TED Talk that changed everything and my big goal for the next 90 days. And this is very much the basis for season four. If you could find a way to match a job that really excites you and where you can use your skills and talents in the best possible way with contributing to a better future for all, that would be a goal worth working for, if you ask me. And as I have mentioned before, the Japanese term ikigai I'm still not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly. That means exactly this. Finding the sweet spot between what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can get paid for. So I'm not talking about making huge sacrifices, quitting a good job to go work for a good cause that doesn't excite you. Absolutely not. But I know and I will get back to the statistics on this, that many of us are sitting on the wrong shelf, (laughs) so to speak. We are not in a place where we feel aligned with a purpose, if there's one at all, and we live for the weekends and the holidays. And work is just that, work. And I remember so well that I almost got provoked before when someone talked about how they loved with capital letters their job and couldn't wait for the week to start. I really didn't understand it and it made me both jealous and a bit angry actually. But now I know it's possible and it all comes down to the purpose I think and doing things I really enjoy. Scott Dinsmore said it so well in that TED talk I mentioned in episode 39. How can you find work you can't not do? And I think this is the clue. 
And I suspect that too many of us are lazy, too much comfort seeking and too resistant of change to do anything about a job that both doesn't fulfill us in any way and that maybe also is directly damaging to both people and the planet. And I'm not going to mention any particular industry because I believe that almost any type type of work could be used for good. And I say almost because there are definitely some industries that I think we should just quit. (laughs) I have to be honest about that. So just to clearly point to the elephant in the room, I think it is this. Are you a part of the problem or are you a part of the solution? Because as we stand today, we can't afford to be a part of the problem anymore. And this does not mean that we all have to throw ourselves into becoming a climate climate scientist or a sustainability expert, by all means. <laughs> and that is actually what makes this elephant in the room so exciting. Because I can almost not think of any line of work where you can't be a force for a possibility positive change in the world. And that's the good thing about many challenges. There are so many opportunities to be a part of the solution. I mean, you can work with food, you can be a teacher, you can be a hairdresser, you can work as a scientist in some way, you can work with security and safety, you can have a great impact through your work as an engineer, as a nurse, as a doctor, and so on and so on. So I think that the the positive thing about this message that I'm trying to, to talk about today is that it doesn't have to be a sacrifice. It shouldn't be a sacrifice to work on something with a big impact. It should be a joy and it should bring you more joy and more happiness in your life and through your work and career than if you if you look yourself in the mirror and actually see that you are a part of the problem. And I have met so many people during the last years and during the last weeks and days even who have told stories about exactly this change and this shift and different reasons that led them to to make this shift and we all come from this from different reasons and we have different as I call them coconut moments that leads us to make a change and what it is actually doesn't matter that much So going back to my own experience and story about making a career change, I know that this is not easy and there are so many topics and issues to unpack here, going from what you believe about yourself, changing your work identity, what what the world around you thinks, how the fear of failure plays a big role, and so on and so on. I think the topic is highly relevant and extremely interesting, actually. And I'm so curious to see see it from different angles and perspectives. 
And that's why in season four, I will have guests that have made that transition. I will have guests who have more of an expert view on this. I will have guests that serve as inspiring examples of doing work that brings them closer to their ikigai. And my focus will always be to make it relatable for you so that you can get advice and inspiration that can help you make a shift if you would like to. So to close off this introduction to season four, I want to invite you to go to my website storiesforthefuture.no and get my newly published guide to more impactful work that also makes you look forward to Mondays. This is based on years of writing and podcasting about my own journey, making a career transition. And I have tried to break down my my tested approaches to everything from mindset to practicalities around networking and finding new opportunities. And I have put everything together in a 10 steps guide. Some parts might be obvious to you, some might not, but my wish is that you can use it for something to ignite your career spark and also to find ways to have a greater and more positive impact on our future. And as you are signing up to download this free guide, you will also receive my newsletter, which will keep you in the loop about everything happening, new episodes coming out and everything else. And also things happening around a little secret that I will reveal to you now. I have started a YouTube channel. I will share the reason behind this at a later stage, but I'm actually discovering that I really like video. Who would have thought? So watch out kids, moms on YouTube. (laughs) That is really funny. Okay. I will be back very soon with a very interesting guest and I think I can say with some certainty that most of you probably don't know much about the subject that we will talk about. This guest falls into the category inspiring guest with a really exciting and fit for the future type of job. You have something to look forward to. Until then, have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Stories for the Future is made and edited by me, Vestlemar Klavnesberge. You will find all links and information for this episode and everything else related to this podcast on storiesforthefuture.no. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would like to show your support and make it easier for other people to find this podcast, I would be really grateful if you would leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at Stories for the Future.